Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry. And in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Hi friends, welcome to the second episode of the Family Photographer Marketing Podcast. This episode is going to be about two very important mindset shifts that are key to reach your marketing goals. So sometimes when we're educating about marketing, we go right into planning and action steps, but if you don't fix your brain, then chances are you won't actually implement any of the things you want to. So the path to a successful marketing campaign is paved in action. That means that you have something that you want to book and then you have a marketing plan that backs that up and that marketing plan is often filled with actionable steps that you actually have to do. And doing these tasks over and over and then analyzing that data and trying again, meaning leaning into the marketing successes that you have and revamping your content or the way you're showing up or what you're saying for those quote unquote failures, I don't like to categorize anything to do with marketing as a failure just because all of it to me is data. So if I try something, I put it out there, it doesn't resonate with my audience, I don't get a return on that energy that I spent, that's just as good of data to have as when something goes well. So the issue is that you can't do any of that work if your own brain is going to stop yourself from showing up. So that's why taking a look at these two mindset shifts will actually be more instrumental than writing out a marketing plan because you can write and plan and hope all you want, but if you're stopping yourself from actually showing up and doing that work, then you're never going to reach your goals. So here are the two mindset shifts that I think are the most important. The first is the fear of judgment. And then if you overcome that fear of judgment, the second one is actually showing up but then shrinking away because you see what you put out and you immediately start comparing it to what other people have done and then you start to judge it yourself so if we can overcome those two things then you can show up and market in an unemotional way which is how we want to do it we want to put things out there test them analyze the data and then try again so The fear of judging yourself, or sorry, the fear of judgment from others and judging yourself is one of the most tricky ones. So this can look like you have a marketing campaign that maybe includes you going live or talking into your stories or even just having a caption where you assert yourself as an authority, but then before you actually take that action, you realize that like people who know you are going to see what you're doing. And they may judge you for that. And that can be extremely debilitating. And so first I want to acknowledge the fact that it's normal for that to feel debilitating. And it's also the reason why a lot of businesses fail. Because there's a fear of what will other people think of what I'm doing. And of course at the end of the day, the only person who's hurt from this mindset is you. So when I was deep in this fear of judgment, 
I would, for example, film myself speaking into my stories and then I would go to like some random person that I went to high school with and I, when my brain would say, but what if she saw it? And I'd be like, oh my gosh, even though who cares if she saw it? It's a very easy thing to say and it's a much harder thing to actually get over. So here are the steps I would take to overcome this or kind of let go of this fear of judgment. The first thing is to stop judging yourself. So oftentimes the worst person is yourself in this scenario. You may put the name on that random girl who went to high school and say, what is she going to think? But what you're actually worried about is what you think about yourself. So if you desensitize your brain to yourself, it's going to be much easier. The reason this is important is I talk to a lot of people with marketing and I'll suggest things to them. And they'll say like, oh, well, I don't like to go live in stories because I don't like the sound of my voice. The reason that you don't like the sound of your voice is because your brain isn't used to hearing your own voice. So one of the best tricks is to desensitize your brain to the sound of your voice so that when you hear it, you don't have an automatic judgment-filled reaction to it. The way that I did this was I used the app Voxer, which is kind of like a walkie-talkie app. And you can use Marco Polo or whatever, but just if you're still worried about the way you, that you look, which is the second thing we'll talk about, then just listen to the voice part. So what I would do is I would record myself talking into Voxer, record like a long story that I would tell. And then I would pop my earbuds in and I clean the house and do whatever. And I just listen back to my own voice. And I did that a lot. And it, it's to the point now where my own voice does not trigger any sort of judgment or that feeling of like, oh, I sound so insert whatever negative word here. I'm just able to speak and put that information out into the world. And that may seem like, um, yeah, of course you have to do that. Yes, you do. But so many people hold themselves back because they say, my voice is too squeaky. I sound annoying. I don't sound like an authority. I have too many filler words. So what we're looking for in this case is not perfection. No one here is a voice actor. So we don't need you to speak perfectly. Imperfection, when you're speaking candidly through a story or a live, actually connects you more to your audience. So you want to judge filler words too much. You don't want to judge your tone or worry that you're annoying. Just start speaking. It's such a powerful tool that you have, your voice. But so often it's completely underutilized. And I understand that because as family uh, photographers, we have this other wonderful tool, which is our beautiful imagery. So sometimes we feel like, well, I don't need to do that because my images can speak for themselves. And while I agree that we have a massive leg up in marketing because the content that we produce is the thing that we're selling. Like I always think about somebody who's selling literally anything else, a guitar, a pair of shoes, purses. The first thing that they have to do to market that is either take photos or videos of it. We're already doing that, so we have a huge leg up. However, I still stand by that one of the best ways to di di differentiate, I always have trouble with that word, differentiate your brand and to build trust is to allow your unique personality into your brand. And if you are judging the crap out of your own voice, you are not going to ever use that powerful voice that you already have. So when you're looking to speak, one of the first steps you can take is to desensitize your brain to the sound of your own voice. Then you have no reaction to it and it's so 
freeing to be on the other side of that judgment where if I needed to speak to a group or I, you know, I, people have invited me on podcasts and two years ago I would have been like, oh my gosh, I could never take that opportunity because of my voice. And now I'm like, yeah, sure, I can speak. This is a powerful tool that I own and I'm going to utilize it. Now we're going to go to the second part, which is the way that you look on camera. So first thing I want to say is there is a wonderful way to market where you use your voice but you don't necessarily have to show your face. If you're not ready to show your face or you're feeling uncomfortable or it's causing a lot of anxiety, I would never say to someone, well, too bad, the only path to success is to show your face. I don't believe that at all. If you go to, I like to use my own marketing as an example for others. So I did a video where I basically did a behind the scenes followed by some of my favorite images, and I just did a little voiceover. So think about what it would open up within your marketing if you stopped caring about what you sounded like and you could provide voice in reels you could even do a voiceover in your stories and then share that video you're still connecting because people are hearing your voice your own unique advice in your own tone but you're not necessarily having to show up with your face that is a wonderful stepping stone while you get to the point where you're okay showing your face if ever Do I think it's helpful to show your face and you speaking? Yes, I think it helps people connect. I have this wonderful thing that clients will often say to me at sessions when they meet me. They'll say, oh, it feels like we already know you. And that's so powerful because our job is very emotional. We're asking people to come to a space and connect authentically with each other in front of someone they don't know. So the more comfortable they feel with you before the session, the more trust is already there. So it is a very powerful way to market that we can't overlook. But if you're looking for a stepping stone between full-on videoing your face, speaking into the camera, desensitize yourself to your voice, and then use your voice in your brand if you're not ready to show your face. My advice for preparing to feel comfortable showing your face is going to be very similar to my advice for your voice, which is you have to desensitize yourself to the way that you look. And I've noticed this like um, every year for my birthday, I have my husband take photos of me. It's really important. um, Despite being a family photographer myself, we don't always get in front of the camera every single year. So it's very important that no matter what, I have a professional good image of myself on my birthday every year. So I can look back and really remember what I look like. And we all know if we've been on the other side of the camera that When you're first going through those images, there's so many initial snap judgments that you make. Mine are mostly centered around my chin. I'm very short. I'm 4'11". I have like zero neck space. I feel like when I was forming as a baby, that area just did not form. My husband's a firefighter and he once told me that if he came to a call where I was injured, he would have to use an infant C collar on me. Okay, so he's not a mean person. He was just he just said that to kind of be funny and I was like wow this really reinforces my thought that I have a very small neck area and so of course I'm always focused hyper focused on these little quote-unquote flaws about myself and I often can't even see the rest of the image because I'm zeroed in on those things so like if it's from the side maybe I'm like oh I don't like the way my arm looks or whatever it is we all have our own individual things The more pictures you see of yourself, the more desensitized you will become to those things. And oftentimes it's a simple choice where you just say, you know what? 
I'm really sick of thinking about myself negatively. I'm just not going to do it anymore. That was kind of the choice that I had to make. So now I can playfully talk about like my chin. My friends who have this sort of chin used to call it an at-risk chin, which is my favorite way to describe it because like just one head turn and the whole like sharp jaw disintegrates. So now I can be playful with it. But when I see images of myself or like, for example, I taught a marketing class this past weekend and there was pictures of myself that attendees took and before I would have just been like, oh my gosh, there I am with all my flaws. And, and I've switched it to say like, hell yes, there I am with all my flaws. It's a decision. It's a choice. It's a different thought that I'm having. So I invite you to be kinder to yourself when you see photos of yourself and videos of yourself. But again, that might take that might mean taking a lot of video and taking a lot of video content of yourself and really learning to appreciate it before you can share it. So that might be a process. Patience, like I talked about in the last episode, is so key for literally every aspect of this business from creating a marketing plan to implementing a marketing plan to trusting yourself as a marketer. So we are, I do believe, going to head into a bit of a recession in 2023. That's not to say that people are not going to be paying for our services, but it is a luxury item. And for some families, they're going to have to choose. And the more that you can lean into your brand as the artist and the more they connect with you, the least likely it will be that they'll decide this is the year that they don't need family photos. So that's kind of why it's extra important this year. I also want to say that we have to know that our brain, by putting us through the ringer here with these two forms of judgment on our voice and our face, is trying to protect us from rejection. So one thing I can do when I feel my brain trying to protect me by keeping me quiet is I can thank that thought, which sounds really like silly and woo, but it actually helps. I'll just say like, thank you so much, not out loud, in my head. You can say it out loud too. Thank you so much for trying to help, but I really need to show up right now. And you can just kind of dismiss it. And that feels really good because your brain is not trying to sabotage you. It doesn't want you to be rejected or feel hurt, which is what you've told yourself may happen if you do these scary things of being a more person, more of a personality within your brand. So speaking your thoughts out loud is one of the most powerful tools you have in this arsenal. So when you hear something in your brain that's negative about your voice or your face, repeat it back to yourself and you can see how silly it sounds. And that that kind of puts weight on the thought. And you can be like, wow, that was actually really unhelpful. Saying that the, the tone of my voice is annoying when I go through my entire day with my kids, if you have them, with your spouse, if you have one, friends, family, all of those people love your voice. It means comfort. It means love. It means this person that they just love to be around is here. So if you think about your voice that way, it can be so transformational. Okay, so next we're going to move on to comparison. If you were able to overcome those things and show up in the way that you wanted to within your brand, you might slam headfirst into another wall, which is that you'll put that content out there and then you'll see other content that other photographers or even unrelated businesses are doing. And you'll say, oh my gosh, well, hers is way better. Or she speaks so, she speaks in such a clear way that I could never do. Or she has that beautiful house that she can film in or whatever it is. We'll, we'll create these comparison scenarios 
And that's another method that will end up shutting us down. So here are some tips to let go of comparison. Again, I want to face the reality of the situation, which is that we have created kind of a terrifying marketing experience for our art, the images that you create. So this is a new thing where an artist creates something and then immediately throws it out into a peer judgment zone, which would be social media. So just acknowledge that putting your art out there in the first place is extremely brave. So own that. Like a lot of people would never have the bravery to create something and show it to others. So the fact that you're even at that step deserves a pat on the back. Now, here's the thing. One of the things that really holds us back is that we're trying to be the most original in what we create. So my advice is stop trying to be an original. Everything has been done and that's okay. Identify the type of art that you love creating and lean into creating more of that art because you as the person creating that art, there's only one of you doing that. So it really doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. And you're not trying to come on the scene with a brand new take or I've never seen imagery like that. Consistency and patterning and all of those things are super powerful within marketing. So stop trying to be an original in the way that you market. The originality that you will bring to the scene is your own self. That's why it's important to show up. If you need to, use the handy dandy mute tool in Instagram. When I was in the thick of comparison, it was actually quite debilitating. I felt so much anxiety. I would open up Instagram or whatever it was that I was looking at and my very first thoughts would be about how I would never be as good at whatever it was I was looking at. I would never have those locations. I would never have that client closet. I could never um, attract clients like that. I can't edit that way. I'm not as creative as that person. And it got to the point where I wanted to just throw my entire phone away because it was so debilitating. So what I had to do was mute anyone who caused that feeling of comparison until I fixed my mindset. I also curated my own social media to stop showing me the work of other photographers. So I would very care, be very careful not to click into the image, like on the explore page of other photographers And I curated my Instagram to show me mostly art, which is what I actually love to consume as a consumer on on Instagram, not a creator. I don't create art as in like drawings, paintings, that sort of thing, but that's what I like to consume. So I train the algorithm to help my own mindset to showing me those things as opposed to showing me only the work of other photographers when I got on the app. The other thing that's really important is when you show up on social media, especially Instagram, because it's so image driven, Pinterest would fall into this category show up as a creator, not a consumer. So set a timer on your phone or on a separate clock and say, I'm going to go on to Instagram for 45 minutes and I'm going to spend that time putting the content that I created onto that platform, engaging with my followers, and then I'm going to step away from the app and not consume because the consuming, the endless scrolling, that's what really feels bad. Finally, Make a list of the three things that you are trying to accomplish on each individual social media app during that week so that you actually have a focus point that you can work on instead of just endlessly consuming. Because what would happen to me, this was my old pattern, I would post an image 
I would then decide that whatever engagement it did or did not get was a reflection of my own worth as a person. You can see where this is going, not to a great place. So if the image did not well, I would hang around the app even longer checking and being like, oh my gosh, this is flopping. No one's seeing this. That is all really trashy kind of mind headspace to be in about creating. So instead I'm marketing unemotionally. I put something out there. It didn't work. I go back and examine the data. Did I post it at the wrong time? Was it something that wasn't connected? Was I confusing? Was my copy not great? Could I have written a more personalized caption? So if you can get to that point where marketing is an unemotional task that you are trying to get from point A, which is things that you would like to have booked to point B, you have bookings on the calendar, that's your sole goal showing up on social media. It can really take the pressure away of just feeling like you have to consume the work of other photographers because you don't have to do that. So I hope this was helpful. I know that it's not, it doesn't feel particularly marketing related, but it's so massive in terms of actually showing up the way that you want to for your own business. And until you can be okay with seeing yourself, hearing yourself, putting things out there and having them flop, then you will just explode in terms of your potential within your marketing. So it's really, really important to do this work. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This episode is sponsored by my marketing class. Tomorrow, actually, I have the online class. It's like an online webinar. I've never done anything like this, so I'm kind of excited. It's an hour and a half. And we're going to be talking about all things marketing for 2023, kind of the, the four steps to take. To build out a trusted business. So if you want more information on that, I'll put it in the show notes and then I'll be back next week and I will see you guys then. Thanks so much.